Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Deuteronomy 4. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we consider Israel and their history, we pray that we would learn these lessons, that we would have faith in you, that we would fear you, and understand that you will punish evil, that you will reward the good, and that you are in control. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Deuteronomy 4. Now, Israel, listen to the rules and to the regulations that I am teaching you to do, in order that you may live, and you may go in and you may take possession of the land that Yahweh, the God of your ancestors, is giving to you. You must not add to the word that I am commanding you, and you shall not take away from it, in order to keep the commands of Yahweh your God that I am commanding you to observe. Your eyes have seen what Yahweh did with the case of Baal Peor. For each man that followed after Baal Peor, Yahweh your God destroyed from your midst. But you, the ones holding fast to Yahweh your God, are all alive today. So now I teach you rules and regulations, just as Yahweh my God has commanded me, to observe them, just so in the midst of the land where you are going, to take possession of it. And you must observe them diligently. For that is your wisdom and your insight before the eyes of the people who will hear all of these rules, and they will say, Surely this great nation is a wise and discerning people. For what great nation has for it a God near to it, as Yahweh our God, whenever we call upon him? And what other great nation has for it just rules and regulations, just like this whole law that I am setting before you today? However, Take care for yourselves and watch your inner self closely, so that you do not forget the things that your eyes have seen, so that you do not slip from your mind all the days of your life. And you shall make them known to your children and to your grandchildren. Remember the day that you stood before Yahweh your God at Horeb, when Yahweh said to me, Summon for me the people, so that I can tell them my words, that they may learn to fear me all the days they are alive on the earth and so they may teach their children. And so you came near, and you stood under the mountain, and the mountain was burning with fire up to the heart of the heaven, dark with a very thick cloud. And Yahweh spoke to you from the midst of the fire. You heard a sound of words, but you did not see a form, only a voice. And he declared to you his covenant, the Ten Commandments, which he charged you to observe, and he wrote them on the two tablets of stone. And Yahweh charged me at that time to teach you rules and regulations for your observation of them in the land that you are about to cross into to take possession of it. So you must be very careful for yourselves, because you did not see any form on the day Yahweh spoke to you at Horeb from the midst of the fire, so that you do not ruin yourselves and make for yourselves a divine image in a form of any image, a replica of male or female a replica of any animal that is upon the earth, a replica of any winged bird that flies in the air, a replica of any creeping thing on the ground, a replica of any fish that is in the water below the earth. And do this, so that you do not lift your eyes toward heaven, and observe the sun and the moon and the stars, all the host of the heaven, and be led astray and bow down to them, and serve them, things that Yahweh your God has allotted to all the peoples under all the heaven. But Yahweh has taken you and brought you out from the furnace of iron, from Egypt, 
to be a people of inheritance to him, as it is to this day. And Yahweh was angry with me because of you, and he swore that I would not cross the Jordan, and that I would not go to the good land that Yahweh your God is giving you as an inheritance. For I am going to die in this land. I am not going to cross the Jordan, but you are going to cross, and you are going to take possession of this good land. Watch out for yourselves so that you do not forget the covenant of Yahweh your God that he made with you, and make for yourselves a divine image of the form of anything that Yahweh your God has forbidden. For Yahweh your God is a devouring fire, a jealous God. When you have had children and grandchildren, and you have grown old in the land, and you act corruptly, and you make a divine image of the form of anything, and you do evil in the eyes of Yahweh your God, thus provoking him to anger, I call to witness against you today the heaven and the earth, that you will perish soon and completely from the land that you are crossing the Jordan into to take possession of it. You will not live long on it, but you will be completely destroyed, and Yahweh will scatter you among the peoples, and you will be left few in number among the nations to where Yahweh will lead you, and you will there serve gods made by human hands of wood and stone, gods that cannot see and cannot hear and cannot eat and cannot smell. But from there you shall seek Yahweh your God and will find him, if you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. In your distress, when all these things have found you in the latter days, then you will return to Yahweh your God and you will listen to his voice. For Yahweh your God is a compassionate God, He will not abandon you, and he will not destroy you, and he will not forget the covenant of your ancestors that he swore to them. Yes, ask, please, about former days that preceded you, from the day that God created humankind on the earth. Ask even from one end of the heaven up to the other end of heaven whether anything ever happened like this great thing, or whether anything like it was ever heard. Has a people ever heard the voice of God speaking from the midst of the fire? just as you heard it and lived? Or has a God ever attempted to go to take for himself a nation from the midst of a nation, using trials and signs and wonders and war, with an outstretched arm and with great and awesome deeds, like all that Yahweh your God did for you in Egypt before your eyes? You yourselves were shown this wonder in order for you to acknowledge that Yahweh is the God. There is no other God besides him. From heaven He made you hear his voice to teach you, and on the earth he showed you his great fire, and you heard his words from the midst of the fire. And because he loved your ancestors, he chose their descendants after them, and he brought you forth from Egypt with his own presence by his great strength, to drive out nations greater and more numerous than you from before you, to bring you and to give you their land as an inheritance as it is this day. So you shall acknowledge today... And you must call to mind that Yahweh is God in heaven above and on the earth beneath. There is no other God. And you shall keep his rules and his commandments that I am commanding you today, so that it may go well for you and for your children after you, and so that you may remain a long time on the land that Yahweh your God is giving to you during all of those days. Then Moses set apart three cities on the other side of the Jordan toward the east, in order for a manslayer to flee there who has killed his neighbor without intent, and was not hating him previously, and so he could flee to one of these cities and be safe. He set apart Bezer in the wilderness in the land of the plateau of the Reubenites, 
Ramoth and Gilead of the Gadites, and Golan and Bashan of the Manassites. Now, this is the law that Moses set before the Israelites. These are the legal provisions and the rules and the regulations that Moses spoke to the Israelites when they left Egypt, beyond the Jordan, in the valley opposite Beth Peor, in the land of Sihon, the king of the Amorites, who was reigning in Heshbon, and whom Moses and the Israelites defeated when they came out of Egypt. And so they took possession of his land, and the land of Og, king of Bashan, the two kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan eastward, from Aroer, which is on the bank of the Wadi of Arnon, and as far as Mount Sirion, that is Hermon, and all of the Arabah, beyond Jordan eastward, and as far as the Sea of the Arabah, under the slopes of Pisgah. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In the first three chapters of Deuteronomy, Moses was speaking to Israel about their history and going through several events in order that had happened to them. Now, in this chapter, he continues to talk about their history, but he jumps around a little bit between three major events and makes application. He even gets into the far future a little bit. He mentions rules and regulations at the beginning. It seems that he is expounding a little on the first two of the Ten Commandments in this chapter— about having no gods before Yahweh, and not making a graven image. The first historical event Moses brings up is Baal Peor. When the Midianites seduced the men of Israel to worship Baal Peor, and God sent a plague on Israel, this was a case of worshiping other gods and the punishment that it brought. Then Moses gives the positive side. They have been given some great laws because they are God's people. Moses says they have to be careful to keep this law and teach it to the following generations. Then Moses brings up the major event of Mount Sinai, and Moses points out that though they heard God speak, they didn't see a form, so they must not make any images of God. He goes through several things that they might be tempted to make an image of God to look like. He also mentions how God took them out of Egypt. Then Moses warns that in the future, when the Israelites make images of things and calls them gods, that it will make Yahweh angry, and he will remove them from the promised land, so that they will be scattered in foreign lands and worship foreign gods. But if they turn their heart back to Yahweh in those foreign lands, Yahweh will not forget them. Then Moses again points out what an amazing thing Yahweh has done for Israel. God hadn't shown himself to other nations like he did on Mount Sinai. God didn't take other nations out of slavery in the way he took Israel out of Egypt. So, Moses ends this speech saying that they should keep the laws of God. Then we have a break between speeches where Moses sets up the cities of refuge on the east of the Jordan. And then we have the next speech introduction. The next speech will really start in the next chapter. And now for a deeper dive. The book of Deuteronomy is much more than a repetition of the law. It is an argument for the law. And as an argument for the law of God, it includes some reasoning and understanding of the law. So here at the conclusion of the first speech about their history, Moses really gets into some of his arguments. He tells them that if they obey God, it will go well for them. If they disobey God, it will go badly for them. And he proves that from some of their history. Now, does God do that today to us? I think yes, but not always immediately. And that is what makes it hard. Because if God punished every sin immediately, there would be no place for faith. Faith is believing in God when it isn't immediately obvious. 
God does punish some things here and now and immediately, but we need to be developing faith to understand that God will punish all evil, so we don't need immediate consequences to keep us going the right direction. If only we could learn the lessons from the Israelites instead of going through them ourselves. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.